In this episode, I share with you 10 small things that you can do to build a big brand on social media. And how this came about was I was in a mastermind group with uh, eight social media influencers, and one person said, hey, we're spending our time doing a lot of small things, as my friend Josh Kalinowski says, being faithful to the small things. And we started doing a roundtable around what are the what are the things that each of us are doing in our business that are small things that don't really seem like they are uh, neglo- move they move the needle don't really seem they're that big a deal but end up having a huge result. So in this episode, I break down the ten small things that the top influencers do to build a big brand and what you can do as well. And all of it starts right now. One thing is for certain, just because it's tried and true doesn't mean it's working right now. So the big question is this, where can you learn what is working right now? The strategies, the tactics, the psychology, and the exact how-to, how to grow your business, how to blow up your personal brand and supercharge your personal growth. That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Sharon Srivatsa, and welcome to Business School. Recently, I did a mastermind group with some of the top influencers in the social media world right now. Some, many of them are my clients, many of them are my friends. And so we all got together. There's probably eight of us on this little Zoom call. And someone asked a really good question. In fact, someone said something that really kicked off uh, a great discussion, which we went and we roundtabled. And I get to share this uh, learning from this million dollar round table with you. And so uh, one person who is a really household name, social media influencer said, uh, he says, you know, Sharon, small things build big brands. Small things build big brands. And, I, and people were like, wait, 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 what do you mean by small things build big brands? And today I wanna to talk about, so what we did, uh, mechanically speaking, we went around the room uh, virtually, And each of us talked about a couple of small things that we have done that has allowed us to help us build an amazing brand. Now, here's the interesting part. Many people think that just you need to have a huge social media following, or they think that, oh, just because this person doesn't get a lot of likes or a lot of views, they're not doing very well. Like, I will tell you, there were multiple people on this uh, this call who have a decent sized following, but when you look at their posts or look at the interaction, you don't feel like they're crushing it. It doesn't look like thousands of views and thousands of likes, but they're still crushing it because of the saves and the shares and the direct messages and all the other interaction that's going on. So the first thing, the overarching thing I'll tell you is uh, just because they have a lot of followers and a lot of likes and a lot of, doesn't mean that they're doing great. Uh, on the other hand, just because they don't have it doesn't mean they're doing badly either. And so uh, it's starting to kind of become that way. So uh, let's actually break down. I, I wrote down 10 things to share with you today. The small things that we do that build a big brand, the small things that the greats do to build a big brand. Some of these may sound uh, very mundane, but uh, hopefully this gives you a very good 10-point list. My suggestion to you would be to take this list and hand it to your team 
especially someone that's managing social media, if there's something that you can check off that you're already doing, it'd be really, really good. All right. So let's get into it. Uh, 10 small things that help you build a big brand on social media. Number one, uh, respond to all comments on all platforms. Respond to all comments on all platforms, regardless of what it what, what the comment says. So a lot of times when people write a comment, it's amazing, we'll post something and people call it posting and ghosting, right? You post something and you just leave. Well, here's the way, here's a good way to do it, a good hack to do it. You can post something today and then after you've posted, instead of just waiting and refreshing your feed to see who liked and commented on your post, go back to yesterday's post or the, your last post, and then interact with everybody that commented on that. Maybe you only had three comments, write substantial replies to those comments. Maybe you only had three people there, go visit their profiles and comment on their uh, on their messages because now the algorithm believes there's reciprocity and there's reciprocity, it really drives a lot of engagement into the algorithm. So instead of posting and then commenting on the same post that day, you're very welcome to post and then go to your previous post and then start commenting on that and engaging with that. That allows the previous post to come back to life as well, which is which is pretty cool, right? And when you comment on the previous post, another cool thing happens. Um, the person that you commented on, their post then gets notified, right? They say, hey, Sharon, you have a comment from Jim. Well, when I go to look at that, now I see Jim's most recent post, which allows me to get more interaction on your recent posts as well, which is a, which is a very good thing to do. So number one out of the 10 things, out of small things can build a big brand is to comment on every single comment. Essentially, that's what you want, right? Comment on every single comment. Now let's talk about a couple of things here. The first is what about the haters? <laughs> what about the haters? Well, if the haters are gonna be haters, right? So you should have a playbook on how you deal with haters. That's my suggestion. Because if you're gonna deal with haters based on how you feel at that given moment, it's gonna all break down. It's gonna, all hell is gonna break loose. You don't, you don't wanna, you don't wanna do that. You don't wanna just, um, work with the haters on how you are feeling that specific day. What you want to do is you want to have a, a plan for how you deal with the haters. And now I'll tell you this. One of my plans for how I deal with the haters is generally this, either me or my team, if, if we comment, we'll say, uh, so let's say, let's say uh, Jack was a hater and we say, Hey Jack, thank you so much for your message. I um, quick question. You know, what would you do if you were in my place instead? Or what would be your advice on this? Or what feedback do you have? Or what would you do differently? Just ask them what they would do in the same position and have them give their answer. Now, if their answer is pretty good, you need to learn from it. If their answer is terrible, you can just reply and say, thank you. That generates significant engagement for you. What we should not do is start, you know, trying to convert haters to uh, 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 revenue. I've seen, I've seen, like, I literally have seen programs that say, hey, I've got all these haters. I'm going to convert them to revenue. Like, you don't need to do any of that. Someone's hating on you. Reply, engage with the algorithm so that everyone else can see you're a good person and move on, right? So number one of the small things that you can do to build a brand is respond to every single comment on every single platform. If you can't do that, you should not post, right? That's number one. Number two, uh, one of the things that we've been doing is uh, on every on any any given day, what I like to do is I like to look at the, the last few people that commented on any of my posts if I see a new name on there, I'll just click on their profile and I'll go to the uh, direct messages, could be Instagram or Facebook or whatever, and I'll just leave them a voice memo. I'll just say, and I'll say something as simple as, uh, hey, Glenda, it was great to see you. Uh, thank you so much for your comment on my post. I really appreciate you, you know, spending time with me on social media. Hey, what are you working on these days? 
And so it's, you just do that and they think it's real. They feel it's good. And uh, the voice memos are a great way to touch your subscribers. They're extremely excited. They'll actually screenshot your stuff and post it elsewhere saying that, oh my gosh, look at what, you know, Sharon just did. So we've noticed that uh, my goal is once a day to a new subscriber or someone new that commented, I go and add a voice message on direct message, a voice memo on direct message, just to uh, build that relationship, right? And I think that's a very nice small touch. Small things build big brands. Number three, um, I my, my team has been urging me to do this often, and uh, I wish I did more of this, is to give things away. Give things away. I would, at a minimum, start to run uh, a we a monthly promotion. Yeah, I've seen a lot of celebrities do this. Literally, you can go to a local Starbucks. You can buy a, um, a $50 gift card. You can literally take a picture of the gift card. You can put it in your stories and say, hey, go ahead and use this until it's gone. It's a great way to do that. You can put it on your feed. If you're if you have a if you have books or courses, you can just say, "Hey, um, go ahead and you know direct message me the word or 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 enter into this contest here. I'm giving it away for free." You can totally do that. Uh, when now whether or not people even take you up on that offer is secondary. What is important in all of this? What is important? is that you go through the process and everybody else seeing you do the goodwill. A lot of people, I've seen people do like the Starbucks gift card, et cetera. I've never taken advantage of it. I didn't, I, I'm good, I don't need it, but I really appreciate the goodwill. I, th I thought that was a really nice gesture, right? And so when people see that, it allows you to build goodwill when you give things away. In today's world, giving away content is not giving away content anymore. There's times where I can show up, I can make my course for free. I can give up. I can give up all my paid programs for free in 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 my courses and book, and literally no one will appreciate it, because in today's world, uh, they have a very skewed way of appreciating paid content. However, if you're giving away stuff, if you give away your course, if you give away uh, access to your paid course, and you say, "Hey, just for today, I'm giving away a course. I'm giving away a T-shirt. Giving away my, my three favorite books. I'm giving away, you know." Uh, one-tenth of a Bitcoin, or whatever it may be, giveaways are really powerful and they allow you to build goodwill, but also drive engagement at the same time. So I would find things to give away. My team's been telling me to like do a giveaway weekly. I just don't know how I'm going to pull that off. Uh, but if they can come up with a system on how we can do a giveaway weekly, it gets, uh, gets pretty exciting, right? So that's number three, do just give away things because I think even every couple of weeks just doing that allows your profile uh, to get a lot of action and attraction. So it's really, really powerful. Number four, um, it's just a, you're crazy not to do lives with uh, and bring people on. So literally you go live, you see who comes on to your live. And uh, if they make a great comment, I generally like will wait till someone makes a great comment or they ask a thoughtful question and then I'll just bring them on live, right? Cause a lot of times, sometimes I've actually brought people on and I'm like, whoa, you're crazy. And you're going to get some crazy. The bigger your audience gets, the more your general uh, size of craziness in your audience guess. But when you go live and then you see the comments and you can bring someone on live and have a conversation with them, it is the amazing ability of being starstruck. It's the great, so it's a very small way. You can go live for 10 minutes, you can bring three people on and you've added insane value uh, to the community. Lives also will completely reinvigorate your account. We'll put you uh, on top of almost every feed. We'll give you the right bubbles in the right places. Going live is very, very powerful, especially if you can bring someone on. Now, if you're weirded out by bringing someone on, what I would do is I would I would bring someone on that you know. Bring someone on that you know. Uh, bring someone on that you want to promote and then bring them on and just promote them and bring someone on that you know. That way you know your live interaction is always a, always a good one, right? Always a good one. So that's number four. Do lives and bring other people on. Here's number five. 
I'm a big fan of collaboration lives. Um, so my suggestion would be if you're building and growing your audience, the one thing you should do is you should put a 30 minute slot on your calendar on a weekly basis. And you should find somebody who would do a joint live with you. Because when you go live on an Instagram or a Facebook or wherever, um, when if, if you went live with me and I went live with you, all your followers are notified that you're going live and you get the benefits of the live and the notification. All my followers are benefit that uh, are going uh, get notified that, that I'm going live. When they come on, they see both of us on. They're like, who's this guy? What, what, who's Sharon talking to? You have an endorsed introduction in this process. You can pitch, you can sell, you can just do a brand. You can say, hey, we're doing a joint webinar. You can do so many things with it. So collaborations are good because it cross-pollinates audiences and it's a very small thing to drive a very big, very big brand. Uh, a lot of times I've seen people in there like, oh, you know, I don't have a podcast or I don't have a, uh, you know, I don't have a radio show. Or I don't have a YouTube channel. If you're one of those people that doesn't have a existing platform, you have a platform. Just say, hey, um, if you meet somebody on Clubhouse or you meet somebody uh, from your email list and they have had a great interaction and they someone says nice things about you or you've had a good, great client experience, you just say, hey, Mr. Client, hey, Miss clubhouse person why do you want to just jump on a quick facebook uh, live or an instagram live with me together and we can go talk about these three questions and uh, it'll be super casual and then we'll be done if you just did that it's amazing because you don't need to have a platform you can actually use the live as a platform so super super powerful especially for those that those that don't have a platform my goal here as i work through the first five number one respond to all dms number two uh, respond to all comments. Number two, voice memos on DMs. Number three, give things away. Number four, do lives and bring other people on. And number five, collaboration. Go live with joint people uh, as a as a very strategy to grow and 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 create kind of great audience goodwill. Those are all. Pick one. You don't have to do all of these, but these are on a roundtable of when I was sitting in this in this mass social media mastermind group on the small things that have helped people build a big brand. Right. So that's the first five. Let's jump into the next five very quickly. Here is number six. It is crazy. A lot of times we'll see, like I'll see in a post on Instagram or on Facebook, we'll see uh, after I posted the post, like 24 hours later, it'll say something like, hey, this post is performing 95% better than everything else uh, boosted. So if the algorithm is telling me that one of my posts is actually doing well and it's telling me to put some money behind it, you should. I think it's a good idea, right? Yes, they are trying to get money from you, but what they're also doing is they're saying, wait a minute, this piece of content is doing well. This piece of content is actually getting uh, traction. Why don't you get this piece of content in front of more people? Because then more people will stay on the platform. Yes, Facebook or whatever makes some money from it, but it allows you to recognize what piece of content that's that's happening. So here's the one thing that I will, I, I, let me give you a, a, a secret tip. The secret tip is this. Every time you get a one of those messages saying, this post is doing 95% better than any other post, I want you to screenshot it. I want you to screenshot it. Um, you can, and then just send it to your team, right? If you have a team or or just click save and save it in a, uh, you know, high ranking posts folder on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. The reason is over a three month period, now, if you've seen like, you know, five, 10, 15 posts get uh, get that 95% number and you and you have a record of all of them, you can say, wait, I see a pattern here. I see a pattern that whenever I write about personal stuff or whenever I post quotes or whenever it's just a picture of me or whenever I bring a picture of my dog or whenever I'm in, in this background or whenever I'm in, in front of a house or whenever I'm in a car or whenever I'm in my Porsche, I get a lot of likes. I get a lot of views. I get a lot. If you know that, then you can do more like that. 
most of the times what we do is we look at that data and we're like, oh, cool, I got a post that's doing well, but we don't think that there's a pattern there. So screenshot it right away or save it so that you will have a library of all the posts that have done well. So you can now model your post going forward to be that way as well, all right? That may be, that may be one of the best tips I can give you. All right, that's, num that's number six. When you see a post that's working well, one screenshot and two boosted because the algorithm is telling you that other people wanna see that. Number seven. It is your responsibility to do stories every day. Like the, the story feature is what drives the platform. Like you cannot not, you cannot not do stories every day. You have to be in the stories every single day on every single platform. Now you may be thinking, well, Sharana, I got to jump on Facebook and do stories. I got to jump on LinkedIn and do stories. I got to jump on Twitter and do stories. I got to jump on Instagram and do stories. Yes and no, right? Here, here's my story around it. You only have to come up with one story, which is like a one minute kind of message for the day. First thing that you do is you pull up your Instagram. You, as, as of this recording, you pull up your Instagram, you do the story, and then you make sure it auto posts to Facebook. So Facebook and Instagram are done. Then you take the same exact message and you do it on LinkedIn. You take the same exact message and you do it on uh, Twitter. Take the same exact message and you make a TikTok with it. In five minutes, you'll get better and better and better. And I want you to do a TikTok at the end because that way you've actually done that same message three, you know, four times that you get much cleaner actually telling that message. And now you have a chance for that post to, you know, go viral or have some story around it. You, in five to six minutes, you should be able to do all the posts that are necessary for that day because the platforms are not asking for highly curated posts. They want raw user-generated content. So give them raw user-generated content. Make it a, a requirement that you post every single day. My suggestion is uh, find a time during your day where it's easy to insert this posting schedule. What I mean by that is often what I do, uh, and I just made it easier for myself, instead of saying, oh my gosh, what do I post today? Or, oh my gosh, when do I post today on stories? I don't have the time. My suggestion is I pull, I always pull in the garage in the same exact uh, way in, your, in my office. And while I'm walking out, before I enter my office building, I just, I do my, I do my post. That's my ritual. And I do it the same time every day. And normally if I'm late, I don't do it, but I ended up doing it the same time every day. And I know that I, when I reach that park bench, that's when I do the post every single day. Uh, or when I just come right into my office, I just sit down and do the post. So I know that before I start my workday, I get a chance to do the story. And so it allows me to stay in cadence with that. You may say, hey, you know what? Uh, I go out to lunch every day. I take a walk for lunch every day. While I'm doing the walk, I'll do that. Or at the end of my day, I want to do a reflective post. So before I shut my computer down or uh, while I'm in my car on my way home, I'm doing the post. That's fine. Find a ritual in your day to actually deliver that so that it's it's so that you don't have to try to schedule it or you don't have to get stressed out about it. It just becomes a part of your day, just like you're flossing or brushing your teeth or whatever. Creating the stories become an integral part of your day because when you do the stories, they are the real heartbeat of social media and they allow the other things that you do on social media to really succeed. All right, so that's never number seven. Do stories every day. All right, here's number eight. Um, when you do stories, the other uh, all all the platforms now allow for a way to uh, get user interaction. And what do I mean by that? You have the way you have a way to get stickers and polls and question answers. Uh, platforms love it when you use them use that. And so do so do people. So if you can do easy things like, hey, do you like vanilla or chocolate? Vote. Uh, do you have a question for me on X or Y? Who's gonna win the fight tomorrow? You know, and that way, if you start posting stuff like that, uh, it allows for people to engage with your post because otherwise they're mindlessly scrolling and watching the post. But when since a lot of people don't put engagement uh, opportunities in there, as soon as one is presented, you get more engagement. And what happens when you get engagement, more of your stuff gets shown to that person. 
That's what we're trying to do. More engagement means your account is more active, means you're more popular, means more of your stuff gets shown. So the more opportunities you can provide for the platform to give you more engagement, the better, right? So my suggestion would be, you know, every day, just use a poll, use a question, come up with a series, question of the day. It can be basic, it can be complex, it can be a poll. But when you start using the user-generated tools, uh, or interaction tools, it dramatically benefits your account. And that's where the good stuff starts to happen. So number eight, run polls, Q&A, stickers, et cetera. Uh, that's one of the small things that drive and build a big brand. All right, here's number nine. It is our responsibility to get them off of social media, right? Because social media is a casual platform. You want to move them from a casual platform to a serious platform. Uh, we've noticed that you're probably not on Instagram direct message with somebody random and clicking on a link to pay for something. That's just weird. Some of us may be trusting enough to do that. I've done that, but most people won't do that. But if you transfer that to email or transfer that to a website or transfer that to chat or transfer that to a phone call, good things happen. So a big part of your time on social media should be to get them off of social media. So if you're not doing things like, hey, sign up for my, uh, you know, get my free book or listen to my podcast or subscribe to my YouTube channel or whatever, you're trying to get them off of that platform so that they can get on another platform where they can go deeper with you. That's the entire idea, right? Use social media as a gateway so that the people enter your world. And once they enter your world, don't let them wander. Like if you think of yourself in a um, state fair, uh, social media is when you get into the fair. It's just the gateway's entrance. Once you enter, where do they go, right? Where do they go? So you better be the exhibit. Get them, direct them, drive them, uh, guide them to a new exhibit so that they can come and uh, hang out with your email exhibit or with your uh, Instagram or with your uh, uh, YouTube exhibit or with your PDF download exhibit or with a booking a call exhibit or with follow you on Clubhouse exhibit. Just rotate them as to where they spend time with you because the more places they spend with you, the better you're going to do right? Again, small things that build big brands. Uh, last but not least, number 10, and then I'll recap everything for you, is uh, I am I'm the first one to see this big, sh I'm the first one to admit that I didn't see this big shift coming. I thought a lot of social media posts, especially for me that was do getting done earlier, was these how-to posts, how to grow your business, how to build a brand, how to, how to, how to, how to, right? But now if you want to how-to something, you just go to YouTube and watch the big video, or you just don't get an article or whatever, right? Well, the how-tos are interesting now, but there's a big uh, movement into like, why? Why is Sharon the way he is? Why is uh, Elon Musk the way he is? Why is, uh, you know, uh, uh, Tony Robbins the way he is? Why is Bill Gates the way he is? Why is Will Smith the way he is? Why is Oprah the way she is? And that's why, and you know, a lot of times we see, well, I see a post of Oprah and then I see a long caption. Why? Why does that work for Oprah, but not for you? It can work for you too. The problem is when you see, when, when, when people post like a personal branding picture of yourself, you think it's weird. And I think it's okay. I think because people want to hear that, but the copy has to make sense. Just a picture of you drinking a cup of Starbucks is okay, but it's not okay if you don't have a, a you know, a personal uh, like personal caption or copy to follow it. Whenever, you know, I've told my team, whenever we start posting a lot of our personal branding posts, uh, like just a picture of me, et cetera, I'll tell you what we do. We take some of our best email copy that has performed really well uh, with the mindset stuff, with the teaching stuff, and we use the email copy as caption. 
right? And so that works really, really well for us. And it's a nice, easy hack if you write a lot of email. But if you end up writing email or writing an article or, or what, what have you, if, you uh, if you're just responding to a bunch of people on email with questions, you can reuse. We create a lot of content every day unintentionally, and all of those can be repurposed as captions. And we don't, we forget that we we can actually kind of, kind of do that. So um, personal stuff is really good. Personal stuff is vulnerable. Personal stuff is easy. You don't have to generate a ton of like, you know, cool graphics or anything. It's just a great picture of you and then a nice piece of copy. And that's a great brand building tool because it allows people the vulnerability of noticing who you are and what you do, because those are the small things that build big brands. All right. I want to walk you through one more time, this 10 part list of the small things that build big brands. Let's run through this list one more time really fast. Number one, respond to all comments, even if it's the haters, respond to them and have a have a way in which you do it. Number two, uh, voice messages, uh, voice memos on direct message, uh, new subscribers coming in, et cetera. You give, send them a voice memo, welcome them, thank them for being there. Number three, find a way to give something away. Uh, it can be once a week, once a month, whatever, but it really helps your account. Number four, do lives and bring other people on. If you're freaked out, bring other people on, bring on people that you know that are on the live. So one button click, you can have a conversation. The algorithms love it. Number five, get on a schedule of doing weekly collaborations. Uh, find people that have you know similar interests to you. Interview people on the, ch- on the show. If you're doing a podcast, um, do a podcast, like do an Instagram live first and then do a podcast or do the podcast, finish five minutes early and then do an Instagram live, just recapping the podcast. So many easy ways to continue when you actually have the guest already with you. So I would much rather you do a 45 minute podcast and five, 10 minutes on Instagram live, than do a 55 minute podcast interview. That makes no sense, right? And you could also warm this up by doing a uh, the Instagram live first saying, hey, we're just getting ready to record a podcast. Uh, this is awesome. I'm going to talk to me, be talking to so-and-so about this topic. Uh, the podcast comes out soon. Go subscribe right now to get it. And then you ask one or two questions as to who they are. And it becomes a great, it breaks the ice as well, right? Now you can get to the podcast and just get off the Instagram live. And now, now you have, now while you're recording the podcast, you're getting great traction in, on your Instagram profile too, which is very, very easy. All right. That was number five. Number six, find your best quality content that's working, especially when uh, the platforms tell you that's performing 95% better, like on Facebook or Instagram, and then screenshot those and save them for your team so that you can find a theme as to what's going on with them. And number two, uh, if it tells you that it's doing well, boost it, spend the $5, get in front of other people because you want more people seeing more of your good stuff, especially the good stuff that the algorithm knows is actually working. All right. Number seven, do stories daily, do stories daily, do stories daily. Uh, that stories are the heartbeat of social media right now. Find a time in your day where doing stories is a part of your day, as opposed to like putting it on a to-do list. You don't want to do that. Then it becomes a chore and then it's not fun. Uh, number uh, number not, uh, number eight, run polls and Q&A. So use stickers, run polls, allow users to interact with your stuff easily. Like we are, we are swiping through content these days without even pressing like, we're that lazy. And when someone actually comments on your stuff, that's insane. They actually stopped and commented. That's amazing. Give them an easy way to interact, like where they click on a poll or they click on a question or they drag a slider or they give you a heart or whatever. Make it easy for them to interact with your stuff because the more they interact with you, the better it's going to be for your account and then their account. Um, number nine, get them off social. If there's a way to get on DM and get them off social, if there's a way to direct them to a lead magnet, click on the link in bio, uh, you know, uh, swipe up or swipe down, uh, send you a DM about it. There's so many ways to get them off of social. Try to get them off of social. Try to get them to follow you on a different platform, join you on a different medium, because the more mediums they spend time with you, the bigger it is for your brand. And that's one of the small things that can build a big brand. And last but not least, personal stuff is really important. 
Uh, I would much rather you actually do personal stuff as opposed to do business stuff because when in doubt, just do personal stuff. When in doubt, have a personal picture. When in doubt, do everything personal. When in doubt, infuse your personality into it. When in doubt, write a write a verbal personal post on how if you're really struggling, write that. When in doubt, go personal because the more personal you are, the better it is because uh, that is one of the small things that help build big brands. So those were my, uh, as I was working on my mastermind group, those were my top 10 ideas on the small things that you can do to build a big brand. I hope you like that and you can put that to good use. Hit me up on Instagram. Tell me which one you like that. Uh, it's my full name, Sharon Trivatsa. Hit me up on Instagram. Tell me, hey, I like that. That was good. I'm going to do that. Uh, or take a screenshot of this episode and post it because if you liked it, other people will like it too. So send me a quick message. Tell me you like this and uh, I will catch you on the next one. Hey, Sharon, I have a cool gift for you. I took some of my best ideas from the last 20 years and created a five-day MBA. It's quick and action-packed that you can listen to on the go, just like this podcast. And I want to give it to you for free, just as a thank you for listening to the show. No fluff, no gimmicks, just pure actionable ideas for you to use instantly. You can grab it right now at businessschoolshow.com. That's businessschoolshow.com dot com.